Hello and welcome to the Early Convos Podcast where you and I talk as friends, as interlocutors, and most importantly as fellow human beings. This is the podcast for the curious, for the thoughtful, and the sentimental minds. Stay tuned! If you are in the Philippines, except if you are hiding under a rock, of course you have already heard about the recent Archie commercial which was, in many ways, to put it simply, a curious one. Maraming interpretation, kung ano daw ang meaning, it's sad because most of those interpretation is stupid and unnecessary. Na mismo yung creative director na nagsabi that the commercial was meant to be, wala lang, it's in the arts called surrealism. Uh, it doesn't try to make sense out of what it portrays. All it has to do is to garner curiosity and, for the case of Arsicola, a brand that has not been known for its good taste, they actually need all the advertisement, all the attention they can get. And, to be fair, kudos doon sa mga gumawa ng commercial because it was very effective in drawing out curiosity for the brand. Alaglabasa na yung mga memes, you know you have made it to the psyche of the country when you get to the mainstream memes, not the mainstream media anymore. Anyway, to be frank, again, napakaraming stupid interpretations ranging kung ano yung meaning ng pag-ubad, ano yung meaning ng apat na baso, bakit hindi tatlo, bakit sa ulo lumabas yung bote ng soft drinks. All those interpretations don't make sense because uh, hindi naman yun yung intent nung mga gumawa nung commercial. But, it has opened up a lot of uh, a lot of issues in our society. And one of the main issues na nirace nung commercial na yun is about the issue of adoption. Why is it funny? Why do we tend to think that adoption can be a springboard for jokes. Why do we think that it's still taboo? And I know why. Because it is something we don't view as normal. This is not to say that we don't find normal things to be funny. In fact, the most effective comedians we have make fun of the most ordinary things in everyday life. And that's a skill na gagawin natin katatawanan yung lagi natin ginagawa. And, pero... Pero, we still find things which are not viewed as normal as something funny. That's why, pag sinabing bakla, may mga taong natatawa pa rin. Pag sinabing tomboy, may mga taong natatawa pa rin. Pag sinabing may bingot, for some reason, ginagawa pa rin nating katatawanan. And whether you'd like it or not, no matter how woke you are, there is that something in you that still laugh at those things. And in the same way, ganun din yung pagtingin natin sa adoption. We view it as something funny that we tease each other for that because it's not still viewed as normal. You see, <laughs> ako rin, guilty sa pang-aasar sa aking mga kapatid na ampon sila. For particular, yung aking sister, the older one. 
lagi ko siyang inaasar nung kabataan namin na pinagpalit lang siya sa kamatis, pinagpalit lang siya sa sibuyas. And if you're in a Filipino family, you have heard that rhetoric na ikaw, ampun ka lang, pinagpalit ka sa kamatis, pinagpalit ka sa sibuyas. And while that was funny back then, now that I'm older, I realize that that represents something horrible in the Philippine society. And not just the Philippines, but in the world as a whole. We view adapt children as somewhat less but mind you in the eyes of the law human law and in the eyes of God from where that law is based upon adopted children adopted children are no less children like biologically begotten children they have the same rights they have the same inheritance under our laws because adopted children are children nonetheless in fact Once adoption has been executed and finalized, dapat dinadrop na natin yung adjective na adopted and just go by the word children because that is what they are, children. The Bible has many images to represent things. Uh, it uses a bride imagery, bridegroom imagery to represent the love of God for His church. Uh, it represents a building and all its parts to represent how the church should function. But in describing how God redeems individual believers, individual people, what imagery does the Bible use? The Bible uses, voila, surprise, the concept of adoption. Let's read some of the verses there. In Galatians chapter 4, verse 4 to 8, Paul argues that when the fullness of time have come, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive the word adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent His Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. Formerly, when you did not know God, you were enslaved to those that by nature are not gods. And in another passage in Ephesians, the same, Paul explaining, He chose, his, he chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before Him. In love, He predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of His will, to the praise of His glorious race, which He has blessed us in the Beloved. Because you are sons, God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. So you see, the Bible speaks so highly about adoption that it makes it the main word picture or metaphor para i-explain kung gaano na lamang ang pag-ibig ng Diyos that we, originally at enmity with God, na nag-rebelde against sa Kanya, slave under sin, but now redeemed by the power of His Son, adopted children. And that's a great honor. Okay? So if the Bible then talks so highly about adoption, and in fact, it makes it the main analogy So why do we look down on ampons as if they are somewhat less? 
again, I have explained it because we still don't view it as normal. And if it's not normal, we make it fun. We make fun of it. Okay, in this episode, I'd like to convince you, my listeners, to consider this proposition. And the proposition is very simple. Every middle-income family should adapt. Isa lang, kahit isa lang, or dalawa, hanggang sa kaya ng kanilang means. And here are reasons why. Number one, because there are children in need of a family. In an article published by an international uh, publication, it said that there are 1.8 million children who are abandoned in the Philippines. Then this is based on PSA data. Imagine 1.8 million children. That's almost 2 million, almost comprising 1.5% of our entire population are abandoned children. Imagine that. I would just like you to have a picture kung gaano karami ang limang bata. And then sampu. And then isang classroom ng bata. And then isang eskwelahan na buong flag ceremony. Imagine what 1.8 million children who are abandoned, parentless, means for our country. Primarily, we should adapt. Every middle-income family should adapt because these children need love too. And they need it more than properly father children because they have already been abandoned by their biological parents intentionally or unintentionally. This, <laughs> this is an abnormality. Again, we don't live in a perfect world, so we expect this kind of things. But at the scale, 1.8 million, wow! There is hardly a parent na mag-iiwan ang mga anak nila sa kumbento. Yung mga trope na nakikita natin sa mga teleserye ng Pilipinas, Kampanerang Cuba, iniwan doon sa labas ng orphanage. But these are real. These are real situations. I was a nursing student then, not practicing now. And we had our affiliation sa Manila. And one of the areas we were assigned to for two weeks was in DSWD. Uh, it was an orphanage. Our DSWD ran orphanage. And naasahin kami doon sa mga abandoned children. May mga abused children doon. But mas marami yung mga abandoned children. And ranging from, you know, infancy to toddler to early school age. And nalala ko noon, may isang bata, napaka-cute na bata, ang puti-puti, kulot ng buhok, ang ganda ng mga mata. And this boy, ang sabi niya sa amin, nung ini-interview namin siya, sabi niya, sabi ni mama, babalik lang daw siyang madali. Never na siyang bumalik. So, you understand kung gaano kasakit yun sa bata na inabando na na sila ng kanilang mga biological parents and yet if you will be looking at our culture one of the most neglected facilities are orphanages with the decline in funding from churches with the increase in the volume of children being abandoned hindi na matustusan and you know iba pa rin pag mga pamilya ang nag-aalaga. Iba pa rin yung aruga na nabibigay ng pamilya kumpara sa mga state-run institutions or sa mga NGO-run institutions. 
iba pa rin yung nabibigay na may natatawag ang nanay, na may nagtatawag ang tatay. Kumpara sa may natatawag na ma'am, sir, madam doc, sir, nurse, iba pa rin yun. Iba pa rin yung may natatawag ang kapatid kaysa sa kalaro. Iba pa rin yung may natatawag ang kuya kaysa kapwa. Nandun sa orphanage, it's a different thing. And that is first reason why middle income families should adapt. Number two, we should adapt to even out the number of irresponsible people in the world. Nakakainis na may mga taong nagluluwal ng mga anak. And iiwan lang kung saan-saan. Not practicing safe sex, magpapabuntis, and then iiwan, itatapon ang mga bata sa kanal, makikita mo sa CR ng mall, trying to abort, pero nabuhay yung bata. Naakalungkot, and this is not something that we should tolerate. We should do something about it. Not just posting on social media, not just calling out the government, not just calling out the capitalistic inclines of society. But because we can do something about it, we should do something about it. And adapting children is the best thing families could do. And the reason kung bakit middle-income families I, these are the families with so much love to give. Nandito yung families na, you know, undergoing uh, the everyday stresses of life together na magkakarap pa ang sahapagkainan. And ito yung mga pamilya na well-positioned na magampon. Of course, may mga rich families who can do better for the education, for the other financial needs of the children. But this rich families are like what? 1%, 2% of the population. Kulang yung mga ganong pamilya. And wag tayong titingin ng sila nang magampun, silang mayaman. No. Middle income families. Yung mga nakakaangat-angat ng konti. Kaya. Kaya na. And number three reason is that adapting will lead to a better future. Not just immediately for the children. Not just immediately for the family. But in our country as a whole. As a society. Many children in conflict with the law, or most of them, are orphans plying the streets. Yung mga rugby boys, yung mga rugby girls, sila yung mga palaboy-laboy dyan, yung nagiging mga pokpok, yung mga nagiging mga kriminal, snatcher, na kinaiinisan natin ng mga kansar ng lipunan. But they are in fact also victims of this world. We are all victims here. But hindi naman to contest kung sino ang pinaka-victim. We can all act in our small capacities together to adapt. Bakit? Kasi pag nag-adapt tayo, we are getting, we are preventing one criminal. We are preventing one child to be a criminal. Bakit? When they are on their own, when they are abandoned, when they feel abandoned by everyone else, they will try to survive kasi yun yung basic instinct. They will survive by all means possible. They will survive by the only thing they can do, which is crime. To sell illegal stuff dahil mabilis ang pera. To steal, steal stuff kasi mabilis ang pera. And I'm not justifying those acts. Those are criminal acts. Pero we should do our best to prevent it. At hindi dapat natin ito iasa sa mga gobyerno. Dapat iasa natin ito sa mga pamilya as a whole. That we should move forward as families, as members of families, as those who will build future families. Na dapat gawin natin ito. 
as an advocacy to give the excess love that we can have for those unfathered to those unmothered and mind you you mga candidate foster parents or adoptive parents they are more prepared than some biological parents because they are usually in the older age bracket ito yung mga may mga pamilya na nagtatry na mga couples na matagal nang nagtatry na magkaanak na hindi pa nabibigyan ng pagkakataong magkaroon ng biological children this is a viable option for them and it hits many birds with one stone kasi they are already advanced in their careers usually ito yung mga nagmarry late in their 30s na because you know may biological clock ang mga tao and because they had advanced in their careers hindi sila nagkaroon ng pagkakataon na mag childbearing and because they because of this they are more financially prepared they are emotionally prepared and they are in the perfect position to adopt children and make a difference in this world and they should and we should too again middle income families should consider adopting at least a child and one of the last the last reason i would be giving is that adoption would make a better world However, the government should also do its part to lessen documentary regulations because it people it pushes people to go underground. Na yung mga illegal na ginagawa na namimili na ng mga bata, yung mga namimili na ng made to order children, the stuff that, you know, Philippine teleseries give us, those are based from real life. Nakakainis man na trope na yun sa atin napipikon tayo kasi yun na, yun, na, yun na lang ang nakita natin sa TV but sadly that is also true that is happening all around again 1.8 million children as of 2016 we don't know what happened now it's 2020 hindi naman nag-lessen yung restrictions na binibigay ng Philippine law concerning adoption ang daming papers na unreasonably unreasonably placed as requirements ang dami And according to Philippine law, children and over 15 cannot be adopted anymore. And this doesn't make sense. Ito yung mga children most in need kasi sila na yung papunta into adulthood. And they need to experience at least, at least man lang, two or three good years na makaranas ng family. Bakit? Paano sila makakaproduce or paano sila mag-start ng mga families nila in the future? If they have no model, if they have no mirror kung ano yung itsura dapat ng mga pamilya. It's hard to imagine them, these people, na mag-start na ng kanilang mga pamilya because they have no one to model after. And that's also one reason why we should adopt children for the future of the Filipino family. What would it look like? Again, kung kaya lang naman, if our means permit us to do so, Every middle-income Filipino family should adapt for a better future. And that will be all for today. Thank you for listening and keep thinking.